Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Burt Show. So was she successful in ignoring every single dude that crossed her path? That was the challenge Bert issued you, which, by the way, Bert is out today. He's got a little issue with his tum-tum. Cassie is out today. Kaylee is out today. We are down three people. What is happening? Cut us some slack. It's the playoffs. <laughs> Start losing people in the playoffs. I said life be life and we just got life harder, man. Yeah. All right, so Abby, that was that was the challenge that Bert issued you. And he said if you could do it for 30 days, he's gonna give you a thousand bucks. Yeah, and I'll do anything for a check. So I was like, <laughs> sign me up, ignore men for money. Yes. I could have done it for less. He went high. And the reason why, so you you approached a, a dude because you have like a I don't call it a shtick, but you have a move or something you say, and you weren't getting the reaction that you wanted. And so Bert's just like, you literally need to try easier. And by try easier, that's not try at all. I know, which is not my forte. With anything in life, I really like to put my all into it. And so for me, when I think of like needing to be productive or if I want to like accomplish something, which in my mind, I guess accomplishing something is getting into a relationship finally. I was like, oh, I don't just want to sit back and let life happen to me. You got to life harder sometimes. And I would say for the last couple of years, I've always been one to take initiative in that area. I have a shtick that I do anytime I go out. If I see a group of guys that I want to talk to, uh, it's 2024. I'm going to mm-hmm. go up and talk to them. So usually I'll go up and I'll do Kill Screw Mary and give them a bunch of celebs and get the conversation started. One of my favorite things to do is to say like, oh, me and my friends over there. And I, I point to my really hot friends so that they pay attention to them and not me. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, trying to figure out what jobs you guys do. And, you know, I give them an assessment. I'm like, oh, I think you're an accountant because you're wearing a vest or something stupid. And it just, it hasn't worked for me ever since moving to this new city. I don't know if the the breeds are just different here. (laughs) Uh, The men just don't like a strong, independent woman who's willing to strike up some conversation because it hasn't worked well, which has been really disappointing. So Bert gave me the, the task. The assignment. The assignment to ignore men. And I was like, that actually sounds lovely. And for money. It's amazing because Bart and Mo have said that men can smell. I guess what we're the desperation we're, they get that, or I was going to say that you're um, you're lifing too hard, lifing too hard. <laughs> there's there's something to the, the vibe and the energy that it gives off when a woman just appears to be in her own world and not at all concerned with a guy or even attempting to date. Is is I can't really put my finger on it and explain it, but you can feel it. I think there's something also still to the chase. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with a woman feeling like I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm not waiting around. But there are some men who still enjoy the feeling of liking a woman and having to be brave in that moment of walking over there and whatever happens happens and making him go out of his comfort zone to come talk 
to you. It, it's, it, it gives off an energy when a woman feels like I'm not here to date and it, it makes a man feel like I want her to date. Which I can appreciate that. And I would honestly rather it be that way. But I think a lot of women will resonate with this where it's like we're going out and that's not happening to us. And I think a lot of us can get in our heads where it's like, okay, guys, it's 2024 and they're not really, you know, stepping up to the plate. Or on the other side, sometimes you feel like, well, maybe I'm just not worth them getting up and going to be brave. Maybe there's a a prettier girl across the room and sure, she's the one getting attention because she looks like she's in her own world because every time she goes out to the bar, she does get approached. So she doesn't feel like she has to go out and Mm. do something. So I think a lot of women feel like, well, if I don't do something, then nothing's going to happen. So this weekend, me and my friend uh, Taylor, shout out her, she's a P1. uh, We were just going to go have like a casual drink at the Battery, which is this outdoor shopping mall area outside the Brave Stadium. And typically, there's a lot of dudes out there. Wasn't really why I was going out there. I needed to get my car fixed and I just needed like time to kill. But it was Braves Fest over the weekend and it was so crowded. (laughs) And uh, we saw- Surprise! Surprise, Shadi! There's so many men and we walked in there (laughs) and I like felt like I couldn't look in any direction because there were men everywhere. And I was like, Bert said not to look at the men, so I'm not going to look at the men. (laughs) Now, he did. I want to establish that this is not that you can't talk to any man. You cannot approach a man. If a man approaches you, he says, hey, at that point, it's out of your hands and you can can engage in conversation. Okay. Well, that did not happen at the Braves Fest. None of the men were brave? None of the men were brave Uh at the Braves Fest. (laughs) So you see what I'm dealing with? Even when at the Braves Fest, they're, you know, just, they're (laughs) hanging out with their buddies, having a beer, enjoying, I don't know, being bros. So we sit at the bar and again, like, honestly, I I wasn't even really going, period, with the attention of getting any kind of like male uh, attention or getting asked out. I went in like jeans, no makeup, and a ball cap, and I was just hanging out. Like, but but you would think I'm like, oh my god, maybe like there's something to it. Like maybe really, if I don't like try, because I'm really not trying. I'm just here to get my car fixed. Mm -hmm. Something will happen. And we're hanging at the bar at the biggest. uh, We were hanging out at Live, which is the really really crowded one, and we're having a Topo Chico, and we're just chilling. And we're not making eye contact with men, and not a single thing happened. So I feel like this might be a. Playing the long game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it I, is. I think you still got to get it out of your system. Mm-hmm. And you, before you know it, before this, this 30 days is up, you're going to get your groove back by doing absolutely nothing. Because okay. I feel like the universe tests you like that. Yeah. Like, you're not going to just go out there and do it the first time. Nope. It's going to happen. <laughs> the universe wants to see if you're going to give up first or yep. if you're going to stay in the ball game. And if you stay in it, I think it's going to happen for you. Okay. I need a little encouragement, universe. So if you want to throw a man my way, <laughs> that would be a... Okay, no, that is not... not how it works. That would be great. <laughs> Bye, really, right? Okay, okay. I need to go on a little detox. I'll try. You even have to act like you don't care to the universe. Yes. And then the universe is like, wait a minute. She don't care about me? Yes. I'm going to show her something. Exactly. Okay. Uh, universe. I don't like men. I don't I don't need to approach okay. men universe. Yeah, universe ain't buying that. <laughs> All right. The Burt Show. All right, there's a guy at work she's been crushing on, and she shot her shot, but he turned her down. But now that she's lost some significant weight, he's all of a sudden interested in her. So um, this is the email Mo's about to read. If you ever have a dilemma... If you ever have a problem, if you're ever looking for advice, you can always hit us up. Um, you find all of our emails at thebirthshow.com. And to make it easy for you, you can always shoot an email to producer at thebirthshow.com. But Mo's got this one. Hi, Bert Show. I hope you're all doing well, by the way. Bert, super proud of you for sticking with Dry January. You all inspired me to do the same thing so far. I've stayed strong. Now, the real reason I've reached out to you I've been on this journey to prioritize my health and well-being for a while. 
and I'm pretty stoked to share that I've managed to shed about 30 pounds. It's been a journey, but I'm feeling better than ever, physically and mentally. Here's the dilemma. There's a guy at work I've had a crush on for about a year. I've tried shooting my shot, but he kindly turned me down. Well, turns out, now that I've lost some weight, he's suddenly interested in going out with me. It's kind of throwing me for a loop, to be honest. Part of me is like, hey, maybe this could be something cool to explore. But then the other part is a little hesitant. I can't shake the feeling that his sudden interest might be more about my appearance than anything else. And that's not really the vibe I'm going for, you know? I'm trying to weigh my options here, pun totally intended, but I could really use your perspective on this. Have any of your listeners ever been in a situation like this before? How did they handle it? What do you think I should consider as I try to figure out what to do next? Thanks a million for lending me your ear. Your advice means the world to me. I know it's hard to get the phones going this early, but if by chance somebody is listening who has been in this position, like our listeners requesting, 1-855-BIRDSHOW, 855-237-8746. All right, Abby, you're in this situation. How do you handle it? Can I be honest? I really wanted to be like a rallying or I really wanted to rally for him. Like, that's not okay. Like, just because you lost a lot of weight doesn't mean he needs to be giving you attention now. But then I put myself in, in her shoes and I'm like, well, shoot, if there was a guy at the office that all of a sudden started like lifting a couple of weights and maybe changed his style a little bit and all of a sudden it just sort of tweaked the attraction thing for me, I'm like, I would still want a fair chance just because, you know, the attraction bells are starting to ring a little bit more because he has changed something about himself. And so I'm a little bit torn here in the sense that I'm like, wow, what a dog. He's giving you attention just because you lost 30 pounds. But at the same time, I'm like, if I was in the same situation, like, I don't know. I, I, I could see myself falling for a guy just because he changed up his style or started lifting a weight um, every now and then. So I, I don't know. Maybe give him a chance. Maybe he's not as shallow as you're perceiving him to be. Maybe he's just kind of realizing like, oh, like she really is beautiful. So like if there was a guy and he was, you know, not super cut and then all of a sudden he showed up with Ryan Gosling's abs, you might be like, hey boy, hey. Well, I'm not saying going that far, but I mean like, you know when a guy just starts taking care of himself, like if he's, if he's rolling into the office in like cargo shorts and, you know, like baggy tees, you might not really notice him because, you know, maybe he doesn't have the style that you're typically attracted to. Like it's no secret. I love a man who looks like he just graduated from his fraternity. I love the little polos and uh, chubby shorts. And so if a guy changed his style and I don't know, it just, if he looked like he was putting more effort into his appearance, like I, I'm not going to lie, it would get my attention. So I feel like in this situation, a lot of people would come down on the guy. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I've, I feel like this kind of goes in line with preferences. Like I've always spoke about preferences. He clearly prefers a certain body type and that's his preference. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. At the same time, if I'm her. I don't think I would be able to date him after you turned me down the first time. Mm -hmm. It's just, it, it would plague on me mentally. And she said in the email something to the extent of, that's not what I'm going for. So you you want a guy that's going to appreciate you for you from the jump and notice that it's something special there from the beginning and not need a change in order to get him to see that. So if that's the case, which that's how I would see it, I, I think the turning me down the first time would be you lost one. Yep. Um, and my reasoning that I would absolutely in no way go out with this dude you go out, you start getting serious. It happens all the time. Weight fluctuates. You gain that 30 pounds back. Mm. What makes you think he's not going to ditch you? That's so valid. true. So I, there's just, yeah, no, sorry. You missed, you missed the boat. Yes, you did. <laughs>
You lost one. <laughs> the weight limit was a little was a little higher on that boat, but you missed it. <laughs> and now, sorry about your luck. I, hey, Raven, uh, welcome to the Burr Show. Thanks for joining the conversation. So you've had experience with this? Uh, hi, good morning. Yes, can y'all hear me? Yes, we sure can. I um I wasn't going through an intentional weight loss journey. It was it was accidental. It was a health situation. Um, but I lost about a hundred pounds in a year, and it was incredibly noticeable the way people treated me differently. People coming out of the woodworks wanting my attention, um, and it just it made me more uncomfortable than anything. Um, why wasn't I good enough then? Yeah, mm. uh, and here you just. You just won't forget it. You mm. think about it for for every date. You'll think about it every time you take your clothes off. Like, why wasn't I good enough then? Mm. So that's my opinion. I, I can imagine that would take a toll on your on you mentally. It did. It did. Well, hopefully you're doing better. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, again, it wasn't intentional. Yes. So I really had to just kind of readjust. I already loved myself in the body I had. Mm-hmm. It's just about readjusting and learning to love yourself in the body you got. Thank you so much for calling, Raven. We appreciate it. All right. Is this Rihanna? Oh, she dropped. No. She had lost 50 pounds, too, and she said people treated her completely different. All right. Mm. So, um, yeah, my vote is absolutely not. Do, absolutely don't go out with this dude. My, lo- my vote is the same. You blew it. Yeah, I think you probably wouldn't be able to get it out of your head, but I don't know. Maybe give him a chance and just see where it goes. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Actress Alyssa Milano needs to go out and touch some grass this morning because <laughs> and get grounded. She needs to get grounded. She needs to feel the earth beneath her feet and realize she is not floating above all of us and can't get away with the stuff. I can't for the life of me fathom her typing this out, then hitting send, and nowhere along the way her thinking, this might not be received well. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about this whole situation, which I'll explain in just a second, is the fact that she didn't use her actress name. She used her married name as if she knew what she was doing and she was trying to get away with it. So Alyssa Milano has created a GoFundMe and the purpose of this is to help raise money for her 12-year-old son's baseball team trip to Cooperstown, New York, which I don't get the sense is a very like bougie part of New York. I'm sure it's like a side of the road town where baseball happens. She says any amount would be so greatly appreciative, appreciated. You can read more about the team and make a donation. And she posted it on X slash Twitter. And everyone was like, not only are you a multimillionaire, your husband, who's an agent, is also a multimillionaire. Y'all couldn't scrounge up $10,000 for your own son's baseball team. Why are you coming to the good people of America for this? It would have been one thing if they had really thought this out. So like Cooperstown is where the Little League World Series is. So this is like a lot of teams will raise funds to to, to make it there, right? And it's where the Baseball Hall of Fame is. Oh, is it? Where, yeah. where do they play the... So if they are just going to go to the Hall of Fame. They, they're not going to go play? They may play the Little League World Series there, but yeah, that's I don't know. where Cooperstown is the Hall of Fame for baseball. So, you know, it, it would have been one thing if had like another parent on the team had set up the GoFundMe and she just like shared, shared it, it. Yeah. or something like that. But for you to be in the tax bracket that you are to do that and to ask 
those that follow you and our fans who I'm sure make significantly less than you to donate. It just, it is so tone deaf, man. Yeah, unless they hit some type of financial burden that we don't know about. I have no idea how she thought they were going to get away with this. And this was going, this wasn't going to be looked at this way. And she, she got, I mean, obviously she took, she's taken a lot of heat for this and she has come out with a response. Yeah. I mean, she's come out and, and, and basically been like, you know what? It's totally fine. Like it's fine. Um, like she regrets it, but I mean, she didn't think anything of it essentially. Like it, it, it didn't even cross her mind that this would be out of touch. And I can almost imagine that like, in their little PTA group or whatever, that they would be like, well, you're the famous one. You're going to get so many more donations if you're the one that shares it. And it was so stupid because then she doesn't even use her famous name. She uses her married name. So nobody even knows who she is <laughs> until until the press got hit, uh, ahead of it. I think even if she shared it, she still would have took heat for it. Y'all are both, like you said, multimillionaires. You're going to take heat for this. I, I don't, I, this makes zero sense to me. I don't know why she, she, like you said, she didn't just do what a lot of parents are forced to do and donate what they have in order to get their kids in a better situation. I don't get it. Because it wasn't like it was $100,000, like it was some massive hill they had to climb. It was like $10,000, which is probably what they pay for their first class flights to whatever family vacation they're about to take. Facts. That, that That's no money to them. I, so, I don't understand it. I, I, is, I, this, I, is this the whole rich, how to rich, they rich thing? I, I, I maybe, but I mean, like when I read her, um, her, her comments about the backlash, I'm like, oh, she doubling down. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's standing her ground that, you know, she's just trying to support her son. And I was like, this is not a hill that you want to die on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just humbly apologize and move on, Alyssa. Thanks. All right, Britney Spears is finally speaking out about her ex, Justin Timberlake. So if you missed this last week, Justin released a new song called Selfish. And all the Britney stands were like, uh-uh, we are not letting this hit the top of the charts. So then they started streaming Britney's song, Selfish, <laughs> in response to it. And she has now come out and... I think she's realizing what her fans are trying to do to Justin's career. And she said, I want to apologize for some of the things I wrote about in my book. If I offended any of the people I genuinely care about, I am deeply sorry. Also wanted to say I'm in love with Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. It is so good. Hmm. Taking the high road, huh? She's taking the high road or her PR team is taking the high road. I'm convinced that Britney Spears is living her best life somewhere else and she just has some like AI robot just (laughs) (laughs) making it look like she's still living on social media. But if she really does feel this way, good for her. Glad that uh, she's moving on, maybe. Huh. Like she doesn't, I find it an interesting statement because she's not flat out telling her fans like, you know, don't do this. But the fact that she even apologized for anything she said in her book, I'm kind of like a little bit shocked by her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but her mentioning liking Justin Timberlake's song, I can see how that's like trying to put water on the fire just to kind of like put it out so people don't hate on him mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. admittedly, her statement feels a little bit like she's backtracking on the things going on in her book, like or the things she admitted to in her book. Like, do you... It, it, it's making me question the validity of it, honestly. It's not making me question the validity of it, but because it happened so long ago, like she's over it. And that's why she was able to write about it. Mm-hmm. But we're just reading it now. So now it's fresh for us. And she's like, that was so yesterday. Like, let's let's move past it. Like it happened, but she's past it. And now she wants us to be past it. Too. Gotcha. The Bird Show. It is time to play What's Your Sign? I don't know what your sign is. Abby doesn't know what your sign mm-hmm. is. But Mo knows your sign. 
Do I? Yeah. <laughs> this is your superpower. It, it is. It is. It's, it's not a self-proclaimed superpower, <laughs> but I'll take it. All right. So Mo is very into astrology. You are very familiar with all the signs and all the quirks of each sign, correct? That's true. And then you said you got your degree in YouTube? Yeah, YouTube, YouTube, um, astrology. That yeah. is that is where I got my degree. And um, yes, I started reading a lot about astrology since I was younger because my grandmother was heavily into it. And once I realized that you can, a lot of the time, predict a person's personality based on their signs, that's when people deemed me like some kind of astrologist and I ran with it. But I do know a thing or two. All right. So here's the deal. What we'll do here today, Mo, mm-hmm. we have five interns in studio with us. Okay. You're going to ask them three questions, and then you're going to try to guess their sign. Okay. Now, if you don't get any of them right, we'll never play this game again. Oh, bet. I got something in this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like this energy. It's like, yeah. perfect. But you yes. have to try. Oh, I'm going to really try. Yes, you have Watch to really try. Get one right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, I like so, this. So, intern Annalie, up to the mic. Take it away, Mo. All right, Annalie, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are That's you? That's one. That's one? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three questions. Let me think. Um, would you consider yourself the life of a party whenever you go out? Mm, no. <laughs> Honestly, okay. no. Respectfully, right. I love the couch. <laughs> would you consider yourself an introvert? Also, no. Okay. Mm. If you and a group of friends... We're hanging out and somebody needed some honest advice. Would you be the person to tell them what they need to hear or what you truly believe? Um, I feel like I do a mix of both. Like I would be like I would tell them what they want to hear, but in a way where I'm also being genuine. Okay, so you So good questions. I see uh, what you're uh-huh. doing. I see where I see you're trying going. to put it together. The wheels are turning. <laughs> not really smoke. the life of the party, but not an introvert. And you have a balanced way of approaching your friends, but it comes from a place of genuineness. Yes. Oh, I got this. You're a Scorpio. Annalie, what are you? I'm an Aries. That was next. That was okay. next. That's, yeah. That was next. I was right. I was right there. It was one or the other. I knew it. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. We're 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 zero for one. Okay. Courtney, come up to the mic. Intern Courtney, take it away, Mo. All right. Do you think of yourself as a person who enjoys adventure? Oh, absolutely. I love being outdoors. I'm parties, festivals, adventure all the time. Do you feel like you're the person who constantly brings the energy to your group or to your family? Yes. I've always struggled finding people to match my energy. That's been like my biggest thing that I've struggled with in life. Hmm. When you dress, would you say that you like to wear a lot of colors or do you normally kind of tone it down? Um, I wear faded colors, like pastels, retros, flannels all the way. Mm-hmm. Got this. Got this. You ready, Abby? Oh, I'm ready. Faded colors, life of the party, energy always up, constantly bringing it. Sagittarius. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows Sagittarius, loveless 70s vibe, and then it's on you. Okay, so I just, just, just for giggles, Abby, do you have just a random guess you want to throw out there? I was going to say, so I, I'm surprised about you because I always think that Aries are kind of the life of the party, very ag- what's the word? Egregious? Oh, gregarious. Yeah, words are hard. Um, I, you're, mm, are you a Leo? 
I'm not. Okay. Mm. That was a good guess, though. That, that would have been my second guess. I know astrology. Go yeah, ahead. This might actually surprise you. I'm a Virgo. What? what? That makes no sense. What? There's no way. Really? Yeah, I have a twin sister who is like textbook Virgo, like everything you would imagine in a Virgo, and I'm just the complete opposite. Are you on well, the Are you cusp? September? Uh, we are August 27th. Is Your birthday is a day before mine. That's crazy. And <laughs> really? we have they wow. would not be more different. Wow. Okay, so you're a twin. I am a twin. That's interesting. I, I wonder how that plays out, if it's normally like a, a reverse in there, an opposite in There's there. There's tons of studies. Interesting. You're welcome to See, read. I ain't get to the twin side of astrology mm -hmm. yet. I mean, man, you can't consider yourself certified then. You're right. You got to go back to school. All right, intern Caroline, step up to the mic. Mo, take it away. All what right. is Caroline's sign? Caroline. <laughs> Uh, would you consider yourself an outcast? That's the only first question. That's, that's, you had, I had to. It just makes sense. I'll let you yes, have 100%, because I love that song. Okay. All right. So you're an outcast, bit of a rebel. Would you say that you are usually the more intelligent person in your group? I try to be. Am Ooh. I? Oh, no. It's a good answer. That answer know. tells me a lot. It does, actually. Of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> would you consider yourself someone who likes to be alone or someone who would rather be surrounded by people? Alone. Loner. Mm. I like how Caroline is only giving you the bare minimum, whereas the other interns were like, yes, I like muted colors, and I like wearing flannels. <laughs> <laughs> mm, who would give the bare minimum? Mm. I like that, KK. You gave me an, an additional oh, hint. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, my ex was a cancer, so I don't know if... <laughs> <laughs> he gave you he the, gave bare the bare minimum. minimum. <laughs> um, I don't think it's cancer. I'm going to go Capricorn. Mm -mm. I'm a Libra. <laughs> Technically, I'm three for three, if you ask me. <laughs> remind, me remind me not to date Libras. <laughs> All right, Kylie, step up to the mic. Mo. All right, this is the one. What is Kylie's sign? I can feel it. You're 0 for 3 right now. Kylie, you ready to be the one? I'm ready. All right. Huh, let me think. How are you with money? Would you consider yourself cheap or you a spender? Um, I'm a spender, unfortunately. You're a spender. Okay. Would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert, totally. Extrovert and a spender. Mm. Okay. Typically, if you are out, do you like to be bothered by people or do you like to be left alone? I love meeting new people. Okay, spender loves meeting new people. Extrovert. Oh, I could go a couple ways. I am going to go simply because it came into my mind. Scorpio. No. <laughs> okay, Are you a Leo? It's the no. one I know. <laughs> no. Are you an Aries? No. Are you a Taurus? No. Sag. No. Do Cap you know your sign? Yep. Capricorn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Big After seven tries. <laughs> All right. Mo. Mm hmm. Oh, for four. Yep. Messiah, please come to the mic. This is your last saving grace. It's all on the line for Reese me right Kins. now. Uh-huh. What is Messiah's sign? Messiah. Um, hmm. I already know some things about you. You're very particular. I remember that from the video shoot, so I'll count that as a hint of something I know. But would you consider yourself an extrovert? Yes, for sure. Do you like a lot of bright colors or you tone it down? I like a lot of bright colors. I could tone it down too, but... You consider yourself the life of the party? You like to turn it for up? For sure, for sure. Messiah is 1,000% a Leo. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He got one! He 
20% of the time, Mo is never wrong. Hey, I take it. <laughs> oh, thank you, interns, for subjecting yourself to Mo's superpowers. <laughs> the Bird Show. All right, so we got to catch up with Melody. She was having a conversation with her husband about not having his parents over right after their baby is born. She wants to have this time just to them. And we were trying to coach her up because her, her husband's being like, like a stickler about this, really wants his mom's all up in your all's mix. So Melanie, did you all have a conversation, you and your husband this weekend? We did. And I just want to thank you all because you really empowered me to be able to have this conversation with him. So I did talk to him and he still wasn't willing to let his to not have his parents stay with us. Really? I'm just uh, curious. Like, can you give us a little bit of your side of the conversation and that the feeling and, and the fact that he still wasn't able to like waver? Yeah. You know, I really took in you guys' advice. I told him like, you know, this is our time. I really need your support as my husband. You know, we're establishing our family and I think that we just need time with ourselves and our new baby without your parents being here which is going to put a lot of additional stress on me. And if you could just support me through this, that would be great. And he says that they are also his family and that they should never feel unwelcomed in our house. And it's not that I want them to feel unwelcome. I just mm-hmm. don't want them here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. All right. So, wow. All right. So after that conversation, you guys are kind of at a stalemate. So does that mean, God, does that mean his parents really are going to stay? No. So here's what happened. So after that conversation, I was really stressed out about it. So I called my mom because she's my rock. And um, after telling her what's happening, she was like, okay. And we got off the phone. I felt a little better. And she was like, look, Melody, it's going to be like, it's going to be okay. I talked to her a little while later and she's like, it's handled. And I was like, what did my marvelous mother do? I was very confused. And she said that she actually called my mother-in-law and she said that, um, you know, she heard that they were coming to town. She was really excited that they were coming and that she noticed that we were just a little stressed and overwhelmed. And then she suggested that they stay with her. Shut up. Wow. Yes. My mother-in-law said, oh, my God, I would love to be, you know, I would love to stay with you all. Um, So she still felt welcomed. So I can't believe that my mom was able to fix this. And my husband was a little annoyed when he found out what happened. But I could not be more grateful and thankful for my mom for fixing the situation. Dude, mom. Well, yeah, you were both mom of the year. (laughs) 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 And And I'm glad you're like, I feel like. That made me a little nervous because, I mean, that was going to go one of two ways. It could have went horribly bad or the way that it went for you guys, and I'm so glad it did. That way you still have, like, your sanctuary. Um, You're going to be able to have your own peace in your own home, but then his parents are going to be right down the road and can come visit and see their grandbaby and then go stay at somebody else's house, and then your mom can, like, be the consummate host and, like, dote on them. This is, like, a huge win-win for everybody. It really is. I was so nervous, but the conversation I had with you all last week really just helped me, like, understand that I wasn't crazy. I just didn't know if I was being hormonal. You know? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean, having having guests is a little is 
add stress to anybody and now put on the fact that you're you're going to be having a brand new baby, your first baby. Um, I think any person in their right mind would understand that it, it it's not like you were trying to be mean or selfish by not wanting your in-laws to stay there. I think any like reasonable person would understand that that would add a level of stress. And that's the last thing you want to do with, you know, two people who just brought a brand new baby home. I'm still a little hung up on the fact that you said that your husband's kind of annoyed by this situation. Like you would think he'd be relieved. Like, oh God, we can get him out of the house. We don't have to host him. Is he, is he like a mama's boy by chance? Check the words out of him. He doesn't want mama to step in when things get hard. When the baby's crying, he doesn't have his mom to come in and take care of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, and and oftentimes he's the baby crying. So yes, I think he said that his mom's not going to be here, but he will be fine. I think he will understand once we have our permanent guest, our new baby. I yes. think he'll really understand that we need we need this time together as a family. We really do. I always thought as a guy, being pregnant and having a baby was like the trump card in yes. a relationship. You, you just got to You got to give it up. But the fact that you weren't being seen and you weren't being heard. And normally I would be hesitant to know that mom jumped in. But I think that was a perfect time for mom to jump in and handle business and get some things done for you in a way that it didn't affect anybody. But it helped everybody. I think it was perfect. Yeah. Shout out to moms. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Well, okay. Yeah. So, yes, be serene. Be just keep the stress away and hope you have a very, very uneventful delivery. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I can't thank you enough for your help. I really, really appreciate it. Congratulations again, Melody. Thank you so much. Hey, the Bird Show. So our intern knew she had to come clean to her dad that she wrecked his heart, uh, car. Um, so how did that conversation go? Before we get to that, bonus BS. So it drops every Monday morning at 6 a.m., which means it's out right now. Um, in this week's episode, Abby, um, about taking uh, gummy and how it <laughs> affected her throughout the show. Um, we periodically checked in with her, and this was not on the air, uh, to see how everything went, and then also how it went after she got home. So all of those updates are in the bonus BS. And then Cassie had the most horrendous story from a nurse <laughs> about shaving a certain area <laughs> and what could happen if you nick yourself and you let it go unattended. I'm still nauseous thinking about it. I'm <laughs> trying to forget. <laughs> So all that's in the bonus BS. Just go to thebirthshow.com slash bonus BS to uh, sign up and check it out. All right, intern Kylie, you had an assignment this weekend, and that was to come clean to your pops that you got a little boo-boo on the car. Actually, two boo-boos. What, what did you do to the car again? Uh, I ran my car up against a pole, and then I got into a fender bender at school. Gotcha. Oh, no. And I didn't tell him, and I probably should have thought about you know, telling the story on air because he was actually listening live. No. And <laughs> so that's how he found out, eh? And that's how he found out. That's the way to tell him. I love how he was probably listening like, wow, I'm so proud I'm a baby yeah. girl. She's on this nationally syndicated radio show. I wonder what she's going to talk about, make the people laugh. And he's just sitting there mouth agape like, oh. Right, right, right. Yeah, he called me. I think he thought that I was like doing a bit or something. And he was we like. We are known for our bits. Yeah, yeah. We are. And he was like, I can't believe like, you made that story. I'm like, that was crazy. What a great All that actress stuff. you are. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, well, it's real. And he was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. And really, you were right. He wasn't like that mad. 
he was only mad. He was like, why would you just not tell me? Yeah. Like, you can tell me, you can be honest with me, and we can figure it out. The thing he was mad about was going to the gas station at 5 a.m. I told oh, you. Yeah. He was not happy with me about that. He was like, why would you do that? You have to be more responsible. Go the night before. And I was like, I will. I actually haven't gone that early in the morning again. But yeah. So the reaction really, I was building it up in my head. So it went pretty good. That's, as good as, as good it could be, yeah. Yeah. considering that you've jacked up the car. Don't even go the right. night before. Go the day the before. The day before. I was right. about to say, like, 11 p.m. at night versus yeah, 5 right. a.m. Okay. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay. But really, yeah. you were choosing between the lesser of two evils. You could have been stranded on the side of the road, missed the first day of your internship, whereas, like, you were just, you know, going to, going at 5 a.m. You don't know who's right. hanging out. It doesn't have to be bad guys. Yeah. I mean, the gas station was empty. <laughs> or, or so you thought. Yeah. It wasn't the people we had to worry about. It was the polls. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Actually, the polls. they should be worried about you. Yeah. Whether or not you're going to hit them. All right. Yeah. Well, we're, we're glad the conversation yeah. went well. Thank you. All right. So we're going to play a quick little game, Mo and Abby. Because remember when I was talking about whether or not I was going to donate a Burt Show in studio experience to my son's preschool's masquerade gala, right? Yes. They had a live auction. They had a silent auction. They were looking for some stuff. And I had gotten the email from one of the moms in our class. And I was like, well, this is something that we know I could easily donate and they could, you know, auction off. And we discussed it. My hesitation was, what if I do this and I am at said gala and nobody bids on it? Like, that would be <laughs> so embarrassing for you. Oh, my God. You got to hire somebody just in case to bid on it. <laughs> it was like, honey, um, make my husband do it because everybody comes up anonymous because I, I was checking. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was checking to see if, like, this was getting any type of action. Um which the Burt Show experience did. Okay. <gasps> okay. All right. All right. So I want you to guess how much you think the Burt Show in studio experience went for. What was the starting bid? Starting bid was $75. My wow. guess is $75. <laughs> $76. <laughs> All right, Tommy is at $75. I, I think $50. Y'all had to go the other way. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, no, too much. You got the Groupon. Yeah. <laughs> no, you I'll, can't do that in an auction. That's not how that works. All right, I will say... Um, God, that would be so jacked up if starting bid was 75 <laughs> and somebody put a bid in for 50 Fine. $35. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll go two fifty. Two fifty. Okay, I'm gonna go big. Uh-huh. I feel like it's in the five hundreds. Oh, okay. I, I've been on many a radio show, and I've never seen a show go for that high. Well, that's because we're a special show that people <laughs> or, are bidding or even, on, or even Mo's bid. <laughs> two fifty. Hey, not even that was high. Not I was even close. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna go because you were there. I think people felt the pressure to make sure that you felt. <laughs> Appreciated as I was just shooting daggers, like I was just hovering uh -huh. around, like our little our auction item. All right, now that I know that that's kind of high, I'll go five hundred and eleven dollars. Five hundred eleven dollars, you guys. We sold for four hundred and fifty dollars. Congratulations. That's you were awesome. closest, Abby, but you still went over, so you can't oh, win. Sorry. Sad. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, and all the money goes to my son's preschool, so I'm really excited. That is awesome. I, it's anonymous. I don't know who won, but thank you so much, and congratulations, and we'll be sure to treat you real nice and get you the fresh donuts from Dunkin'. <laughs> Give you all $400 worth of your purchase. <laughs> Jimmy didn't ac accidentally get a hold of your phone, did he? Who? 
Jimmy. No, he did not. He was not there. <laughs> Kids weren't at this thing. Jimmy would have at least bid like $1,000, okay? <laughs> at least. The Bird Show. All right. Now, Abby, if you were to hold a singles shower, what would you put on your registry? What got you thinking about this? So I had my cousin's bridal shower last weekend, weekend and I was in Tampa and um, I'm one of the maid of honors. So I was kind of in charge of not hosting the whole thing, but I was, I was a part of planning it and I had to get the cakes and I had to make sure that, you know, people knew where to find the registry. And I also had to do this thing where when the bride's opening the gifts, you grab the ribbons that are on the, the presents. And I guess you have to make some kind of ribbon bouquet mm-hmm. for her to walk down the fake aisle with when she's doing the rehearsal. Correct. So I took that job very seriously. I sat right by her. I was like, give me that ribbon. And I was making the bows the whole time. But I, as happy as I am for my cousin, I want to make sure that I put the disclaimer out here that like, I'm so happy for anybody who's getting married and having a bridal shower and getting showered with gifts because this really is like a moment where you and your future partner or future husband, future wife should be celebrated. I stand by that 100%. However, (laughs) I was incensed 50% of the time. Like it was 50% joy, 50% kind of fury. So I'm, I'm a long time single person. I have never been in a long-term serious relationship. Thought I would be by this point, but here we are. And I was watching all of these gifts just be thrown at her. And I'm like, this is some BS. She about to split her bills with somebody else. She found the love of her life. I'm out here doing the damn. You was hating. (laughs) I'm out here. I've been doing the damn thing by myself for the last, how old am I? Nine years. Abby's a single mother of one herself. I, I take care of myself. Ain't nobody taking care of me. Ain't nobody giving me gifts. I pay my own rent. I buy my own Roomba. And talk that talk, queen. And, and I'm like, she found the love of her life, and now she gets to be showered with all these gifts. Why they call it a bridal shower? That's, it's it's it, it's so backwards to me. It made me so mad. And it's again, it's it's nothing against her or any bride out there. Like I'm not trying to be like maid of honor Zilla. Like I, I'm so glad she got that giant ass bowl where she can put her limes. That was like five hundred dollars. So glad that your that your starter apartment will be complete now. But I, I'm in. I'm going to a lot of weddings this year. So I thought, you know what? While I'm making my singles shower registry, let me get some inspiration from the OGs. Let me see what all my engaged friends are putting on their registry so I can make sure that I stack up, that it feels like a very equivalent single shower registry. So of course, the first one I check out is a a sorority sister of mine. And I'm like, okay, there's a lot of spatulas on here. It's like a West Elm Pottery Barn. And I do the same thing for my cousin. I'm like, it's a lot of the same stuff, but I'm like, let me add it up monetarily. Mm -hmm. Like how much money are these people throwing at the bride and groom for just getting married. It's a lot. And I I added up the averages. So this is about four weddings that I'm going to this year. The average was $8,678. Insane. $10,000. And I know how much y'all are spending on these weddings. So do not give me the argument of they're starting their lives together. They need this stuff. Then you would have just gone to your parents and used that wedding fund for your stupid mixing bowls and stuff. (laughs) This is ridiculous. So I really think in the year of our Lord, 2024, Uh 
and where f- the Barbie movie has brought feminism back. Feminism wasn't here before the Barbie movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to create single showers because Gloria Steinem might disagree with you, but that's okay. <laughs> Keep going. Specifically for women, because men out here sleep on the same navy sheets wow. that you've had since freshman year wow. college. Why well, we always gotta get hated on? Why we can't? I want a single shower. <laughs> have you have you changed out your sheets since since college? Every week. Every week. <laughs> it's a weekly thing. But they're navy, right? You have one pillow. No, I have a lot of sheets lying. <laughs> I don't know where y'all get these ideas do about me. Do you have a headboard? Yes, I do. Nice one. But Gray, the- big, all that. Clean, all that. That's because you're different. You're better than the others, Mo. Thank you. So I decided that I would create a, a singles registry that I think all single women should have because it's about time that someone started paying our bills too because I've been out here doing it by myself for so okay, long. That is the opposite of feminism, looking for somebody to pay your bills. You big know what? Facts. Feminism, feminism <laughs> is you paying your own damn bill. No. Fe- <laughs> no. Yes. Fe- feminism is the choice women have to have somebody pay your bills. Okay, all right, all right. It's about the choice. If there's a woman out there who doesn't want somebody else to pay their bills, that is her feminist choice. Got it. I believe women have the the right to choose that. All right, here's my registry. Okay. Number one, every woman, she needs an adult toy, which by the way, you can go to adamandeve.com and use Abby for 50% off any item. That's that's the first thing. Okay. (laughs) I think that's what what most women need. Uh, Number two, okay, you're probably living alone, single women out here. You need a ring security camera because you don't have no man sleeping next to you with a baseball bat that if someone came in, they can't defend your honor. So you got to hire Mr. Ring Camera to do that so for you. So you can't get one on your finger, you put it on your door. <laughs> Ow! Sorry, that really Oh my God, show me your ring. Camera. So here's, here's what my front door is seeing right now. <laughs> seeing all the men showing up. <laughs> and you can see all the losers you bring home and you can judge them after the whiskey blanket <laughs> wears off. Okay, speaking of blankets, you also need a weighted blanket. Okay. You can have someone to hold you at night. Aww. No. <laughs> I just need to feel the pressure of a bodice man against me. Need someone holding me up against my mattress. Uh, you need a gift card. To PetSmart, so you can buy more cats. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> or cat cat litter for the cats you already own. Uh-huh. I'm speaking to me specifically. Also, um, since you won't have a honeymoon fund, you need a solo vacation fund. Ooh. I want someone to fund my vacation to wherever small town I decide to go to on my solo vacation. And I'm going to take myself on a honeymoon. I deserve a vacation too, even though I don't have love. All right, number six, a Roomba because somebody else needs to be cleaning up this apartment. I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of all this domestic labor. I'm over it. I need someone, or like a, di- a gift card for a maid cleaning service. You need that too. Number seven, you ain't have nobody you can steal the hoodies from, so you need your own hoodies. Uh, you gotta mm. have lots of hoodies, lots of soft hoodies, big ones, oversized, oversized ones. Number eight, a meal subscription kit. Because the one thing nobody talks about being single, the worst part is you're constantly buying all this food to make meals and mm. the food is constantly going to waste. It goes in your fridge, the lettuce starts to wilt, you think you're going to make salads, and then you realize, I don't want salad, but somebody else could have eaten it. Had salads are sad, as salads you are, because you have no one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a sad-ass salad. I'm also having salads to attract a man. <laughs> I'm leaving. I hate it here. Mo, give me one of your hoodies. <laughs> I, need I got you. I throw some basketball shorts in there, too. Uh, all right, my last two. Everyone needs an emotional support water bottle, so someone give me a Stanley. <laughs> someone needs to fight for one of those Stanleys for me. Go to Walmart, fight the other women in the aisles, get me a Stanley. And number 10, you need a subscription box for surprises or flowers because no oh. one's buying you flowers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's really sad. Wow. Well, anyway. That was, that was a sad list right <laughs> <laughs> My God. It doesn't get any worse. <laughs>
<laughs> Where can we find your um your single shower registry abs? Oh, I, I I really thought this was hypothetical, but you know what? I'm gonna link it in my Instagram bio. Okay, so you can go to that. <laughs> now, now I'm feeling like Alyssa Milano. Like, yeah, let's let's pay the high profile radio girl for her vibrator. Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve is paying her to endorse them. But let's let's get her the vibrator. Get it, the bird show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Now we know know why Nicki Minaj and her husband get along. Because she's been acting childish recently. Yay. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion, they've been beefing. And it all has to do with Megan's latest track, Hiss, where she calls out Nicki for being married to a registered sex offender. The line says, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law, which if you didn't know, it's a law that says all sex offender information has to be public. So that's how we know about his history, which obviously Nikki did not like. She did not like it at all. And after this line was dropped, Nikki has gone on a 40 hour rant (laughs) (laughs) on social media, beefing by herself. So much so she even created a diss track that makes no sense called Bigfoot. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Is that is that because Megan got yeah. shot in the foot? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah. she's referred to as six foot. Yeah, so she's like, get on your big foot. This is how I came across the drama. So I was scrolling, minding my own business on social media over the weekend, and I came across Nicki Minaj's live where she was freestyle rapping about quote-unquote Bigfoot where she, and going on this whole rant about Megan. Fragment, fragment, uh, fragment foot. Bullet fragment foot. Bullet fragment, bullet fragment, bullet fragment, bullet fragment. Now listen here. Get up on your good foot. Say get up on your good foot, not your bad foot. What's that? A diss or a piss? Said it was his, I said piss. That my fans called it piss. Yo, what is going said on? Said all that about you. Yo, ex that just was around you all that. Y'all MC mad Tourette's. because y'all don't have somebody that loves you and stand 10 toes down behind you. So you bringing up 30 year old teeth for when this child, when this man was a 15 year old person, child. You bringing up 30 year old teeth because no man has ever and will ever love you. And lying on your dead mother, on your dead mama, on your dead, you know, lied on a dead mama, lied on a dead mama, lied on a dead mama, lied on your, I said, lied on a, a sexy red, she done lied, she lied and she cried and she lied and she cried, she said she lied and she cried and she lied and she cried, y'all want it Roman? Lied on a dead mama, lied on a dead mama, right after the funeral, the, she on a dead mama, I said, lied on a dead mama. I want to know who her junk dealer is. Oh. <laughs> she got that good stuff. Yeah. That, that was a that was a roller coaster. Nick Nick Nikki is uh she down bad right now. I, I think for Meg to drop that that dish and that line that bar the Megan's Law bar was fire and it's like it's all that's all it took to watch Nikki who's supposed to be the queen of hip hop go on a three day rant and as bad as that rant was. It was better than her diss song because the diss song was even worse. I I don't know what Nikki thought she was going to accomplish by putting that out last night. I don't like it at all. I didn't even finish it. 
Yeah, she shouldn't have done it last minute. Also, I didn't understand why she was bringing Sexy Red into this because I'm like, I didn't see any drama with her and and Nikki. But I don't... Katie was explaining to me the beef with Cardi, Nikki, and Megan earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so where did this all originate that Megan put Megan's Law line in her her song? So here's the thing. The history with Megan and Nikki is that Nikki used to support Megan Thee Stallion. However, once Megan Thee Stallion did a song with Cardi, who Megan, uh, who Nikki already has beef with, that song was WAP and it went like skyrocket. Yeah. From there, the hate of Nikki, she didn't like Meg because now Meg's working with someone that she doesn't like. So it spiraled. But then there's also another rumor going around saying that Meg told Nikki not to have a baby by a registered sex offender and that Nikki didn't like that. And so now Nikki has just spiraled out of control with all this hate for Meg. Yeah, see, that, I feel like that's so petty. Like, I know some people believe, like, my enemy, if you're my friend, my enemy should be your enemy kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. it, like, they should all, like, they should all be lifting each other up in this industry that so often, like, holds women down. And I'm just... That I, I that live has just got me, and then throwing her dead mom <laughs> into the mix. Wow! I, I think she's she's really Nikki gets very triggered when that topic comes up, and I think the fact that Meg about found her husband, a, yeah, about a creative way to take that jab at her, it, it it put Nikki in a down spiral, like Katie said, and she's showing a side of her that I feel like at that at this point in her career, I don't even think she should have responded at all then to do all of this. Yeah, and she ends up, so she put out the the track like within like 24 hours, the Bigfoot track. And Inter Messiah was saying there's like a podcast at the end of it. Yeah, so like the track finishes and like the last minute and 30 seconds of it, she goes and she says, you have 24 hours to apologize to your dead mom or this is going to be like a part two per se. And she basically allegedly says she has the screenshots of Megan referring to Cardi as that dirty little Mexican. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah, Nikki is out, out of control right now. Yeah. And so. taking a major L. <laughs> this will be interesting to follow. This is The Bird Show. Uh, she recently found out there was infidelity in the relationship, and she's wondering, can we come back from this? Uh, we talked about this last week. Kaylee came on with us and um, disclosed the, what she had found out about her husband. And we also took callers about if that's, you know, if it's something that you can, you know, come back from. Um, and Kaylee and she was, Kaylee was supposed to have a conversation with her husband this past weekend. So let's get her back on and see how that conversation went. Hey, Kelly, uh, Kaylee, sorry. Welcome back to the Burt Show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. So how, how did the weekend go? It was all right. Um, I really appreciated everybody's advice. Mm-hmm. I actually went out with some of my girlfriends on Friday night and I told them kind of what's been going on with my marriage and I was shocked to find out that two of them have gone through kind of the same thing. Really? And these are two women whose marriages are like rock solid now. So I don't know. It gave me a lot of confidence just kind of realizing that they could get through it. So I did end up kind of finding the courage to talk to my husband about it. Okay, before you tell us about the conversation, Kaylee, for those that may have missed last week's um, phone call with you, really quick, just um, let them know what you found out and how you found out. So my husband of about eight years now, um, you know, we had a pretty good marriage, I thought. Um, He started to really ramp it up, really send a lot of gifts and trips and everything. And then I ultimately found out that was because he was, again, being unfaithful. 
Um, so I had called in just looking for a little bit of advice, trying to sort out my thoughts, see if we could get through this or not. And so we all, we all had your back. Um, and ultimately you're just going to have to go with what you're able to forgive. And this is going to be a lengthy process. It's not something that you can get over in a day or even a week. So, um, how did the conversation go with them this weekend? It actually went really good. Um, a lot of people had mentioned therapy and I was a little nervous about kind of how we take it. Um, and when we talked, he was all for it. So I guess he really does want to focus on us. You know, time will tell. People can say a lot of things, but... It's the least he can do, Kaylee. Nice of you. Yeah, no, it's it's the least he can do. I think it's honestly our only fighting chance. So I'm going to do what we have to do to make this work. So you're going to fight. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, kudos to you. Um, this is one of those situations I always say it's going to be hard either way. You know, you got to choose which route you want to take. But if you left, it would be hard. If you stay, it's going to be hard. And I feel like only you truly know as an individual at the end of the day if this is something you can get past and if this is something that you and you feel like you and your husband can actually get stronger from. It is possible. And if at the end of the day you feel like the love is worth it and you think the connection that y'all have is worth saving, then... I, I, I commend you for feeling like you want to be strong and stay in it. And as long as you, you know, you feel like you can develop enough courage to forgive him at some point so that y'all can get back to being a successful relationship, then good luck to you. Yeah, seriously, props to you, Kaylee. I mean, there's no I, there's no easy choice here because it's going to be hard to leave. It's going to be hard to stay. And I heard somebody recently describe infidelity as sort of like you're treating an illness. Like it's not going to go away overnight. You know, you've got to go to the proper doctor, your, your therapist and really work on this and get to the bottom of why this happened in the first place. Because I do think this is something you can work through if there's a solution to whatever, whatever that quote unquote illness is. But some people I do think are just like hardwired and I'm not making excuses for people, but I think some people are hardwired to step out on their relationships because that's just how they're built. And I think the hard part of this whole process is going to be finding out whether or not this is a temporary illness or if this is just who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope not. All right. Well, Kaylee, we wish you both the best of luck and um, hopefully you'll be able to come out on the other side of this. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling us with the update. I saw I'm completely switching gears really quick because I want to get this in today because I think this is very, very important. I have a challenge for you, Abby. Oh my God, I love challenge. Sometimes. A Swifty just broke a world record, a yes. Guinness world record, and I think you can beat it. Oh, people have been DMing me and I'm like, I'm ready. Bring on the Guinness world record, dude. I oh. think I can take them. Yes. Let's get it. Yes. So, Are we doing it right now? No, no, no. We're not oh, going to okay. do it right now. I'm okay. going to tell everybody what's going on. You're going to, I want you to practice. All okay. right. But a Swifty broke a world record by naming 34 songs in 60 seconds. All right. Naming 34 Taylor Swift songs. So what Bilal did is somebody read a lyric and just by hearing the lyric, he rattled, rattled off the song and okay. he was able to do 34 songs in 60 seconds. This is a Taylor Swift super fan, Bilal. He is 20 years old from Pakistan. Eddie, we're going to run around. Me and Zedin. I've known him forever. Living at the city. Delivery is. I wish I was from. Both of us. Vintage G. Cardigan. Midnight, you come. His style. I'm so glad. Back in 
you are talking shit. You are kind of. Uh, I knew this morning. Everything has changed. Knew he was like ready for it. I remember yesterday. You are on the phone. You are on the phone. I promise that you will never. Uh, me. He said, let's. By the streets. You are somebody that. You need to calm down. We were both young. Love story. I remember when we. We are never getting back to the. It's feel like a butterfly. I know that you like. Just in a bottle. Bad girl. We don't. I don't care. I used to think. Let's try first. Share the obvious. Let's try first. I walk through the. Don't even. I don't like. Look what you do. Fever dreams. Fearless number. Say you are so. Fearless. There's something about. Fearless. He said the way. He might grow. Because maybe now. Fearless. I wanna be your anti-hero. I have this thing. Anti-hero. I was writing short. Look, our song. It's strange. She doesn't know. Do you look at me? Here's the point now. Can I be honest? I didn't understand a single word he said. <laughs> so the official title is Most Taylor Swift Songs Identified from Their Lyrics. He got 34 and 60. This is actually his um, third Guinness World Record. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. oh Taylor Swift? Or? No, he um, in 2021... He had the most animals identified from animal sounds in one minute. Wow. <laughs> and then last year, he broke the record for the most Justin Bieber songs identified from their lyrics in one minute. He got 29. Wow. I would say he needs a hobby, but it looks like he has multiple. So. <laughs> I think I can so, take him. I think so, too. I really freaking do. So I want you to, like, you know, we're going to start doing some practice rounds. Yes. And we're going to get you, and we're going to break that Guinness World Record. I'm ready to get my batting average up. I'm ready. I love this. You can do this. <laughs> it's the Burt Show. It's the Burt Show. Abby, you had a big weekend with some One Less Lonely Girl. Every time we get together, we have the best time. Because, you know, when you get together with strangers or you're meeting new friends, you never really know how it's going to go. Is everyone going to gel? Are we going to have a good time? But every time the One Less Lonely Girl squad has gotten together, we have had a blast. So if this is the first time you're hearing about this, a couple months ago, I started this Facebook group called the One Less Lonely Girl Squad after one of my favorite Justin Bieber tracks, One Less Lonely Girl. And we, I've been organizing a couple of events for women in their 20s and 30s and even 40s. They've shown up as well to get together and just hang out around Atlanta. We did a wine and axe throwing event a couple months ago, which was so much fun. We went hiking at Kennesaw Mountain. And our most recent event was a dance class slash gelato meetup. Because I'm like, you know what? People might not want to drink. People are doing dry January. Smart. They might want to just like be a little bit more low key. And what I loved about this event is I had so many people behind me helping organize each of the different parts of the event. So I had a dance class and then um, like a tarot reading at the gelato place. And it's so funny how these events have brought together like polar opposite activities. So I teamed up with this woman named Dragonfly who reached out to me. She's a P1. She's like, hey, I'm a psychologist, but I also like love to dance. So I would love to do an event where we can dance, but also talk about her feelings and loneliness. I was like, perfect. <laughs> so she did the most cool- like my worst nightmare. <laughs> Absolutely. But every woman's like, yes, our favorite things. Uh-huh. We can t- we can get down to some good music and also like cry a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so we, we got together at Rhythma Studios and she did this incredible job facilitating this really amazing circle where we all talked about, you know, our friendship histories and what loneliness means to us. And then she was like, all right, now that that's done, I'm teaching y'all, I'm teaching y'all how to twerk. So <laughs> I learned how to twerk yesterday after we were all like, it was such emotional whiplash, but in the best way, because <laughs> we're all like sitting there very much kumbaya style, listening to each other's histories and, you know, sharing in the experience of girlhood and, you know, tears are flowing. And then we're all like, all right, turn on Rihanna, it's time to twerk. So she taught us how, literally how to twerk, which was 
not what I was expecting, mainly because I had had... I don't know what I ate before I showed up, but I had the bubble guts. Oh, no. I quite nearly ruined my reputation because I'm like, this is the worst dance to do when you are gassy for days. I'm like, people are going to leave be like, that Abby from the Bird Show smells like ass. <laughs> not, not, not only does she got no ass, she smells like ass. <laughs> but we had so much fun. Um, we She taught us a, a couple of steps to, you know, uh, Rihanna's Honda Replay and we, we, you know, we got to be a little sexy and, you know, Where's dance the a little bit. located again? It's in downtown Atlanta near Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's oh, wow. called Rhythma Studios. Very cool studio. It's got like exposed brick and lights. I felt, I felt very cool. I was having my Cheetah Girls moment. <laughs> and then afterwards, we went down to Three Peaches Gelato at Piedmont Park, right at, right at the entrance. And it, oh my God, I have been on this kick where I'm trying to eat better. Hence why I almost smelled like ass at the Rhythma Studios. All the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> like all the gassy <laughs> Vegetables. I've been trying to cut out dairy and gluten because I think, long story short, might have like an intolerance. And so, Three Peaches Gelato is all dairy free. Really? Uh, yes. And it's it's this uh, woman who owns the business. Her name is Kendra, and she's a single mom, and she's kicking butt. I mean, this gelato is amazing. And I always stand by the fact that dairy free chocolate ice cream is is the best kind because the milk doesn't get in the way of the chocolate. It's just it's amazing. So we had coffee and we had chocolate, and then Lori from Four Cat Tarot was also there. Oh my god. She, I'm going to talk about this later in the week, but she saw me. Like I sat down at her table and I was like, whatever, like Tara will be fine. You know, she'll maybe tell me I'm going to find a boyfriend in six months. She stared into the depths of my soul (laughs) and she, I don't know what she saw, but it had me nearly on the verge of tears. So we had a really great time. Um, I'm trying to plan an event for February. It's not going well. So if anybody wants to host us for like a brunch or something, please hit me up. I also think we're going to do like a wine bus event in March. So if anybody wants to help us out, uh, I need assistance because this is a lot of work apparently. All right, so Tommy, I need the results for the Who is the Catch, Bart or Kristen. So if you missed this last week, Mo and Katie have been playing this game on uh, their podcast, In the Moment, which is on the Pioneer Network, which is owned by Bert. And it's a game where you just you try to determine who's the catch in the relationship. And it all started with Simone Biles and the NFL player that Jonathan she... Jonathan Owens. Thank you. We finally figured out his name? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Took us a few weeks, but we got there. I forgot it already. What was his name again? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it, it, it snowballed, and we started... And then Mo decided to throw a couple in the mix, and that couple was Kristen and Bart. Yes. <laughs> my, my, myself and my hubby. Spice it up a little bit. So I told... Um, I was supposed to... You know, I was supposed to answer the question, which I skirted. But in order to get out of answering the question, I was like, all right, Cassie, we're going to throw it up out to the Burt Show listeners. They can vote. They can decide who is the catch in the relationship. And I probably should have braced myself for, um, should have braced myself for this a little, a little more. 254 comments later on the Burt Show uh, Instagram page. Um, I think I, I see where this is going. Um, Sorry, Kristen, you are definitely a catch, but I had to pick Bart. He is a unicorn in the cesspool of men we have to choose from. True. Uh, which is very, very sweet. Um, Bart, what would Mama KK be without Bart providing the coffee and breakfast as she walks out the door? And I was like, facts. Um, however, I did have one person on my side. <laughs> Only one? <laughs> a singular person. 
Kristen is hands down the catch, both before and after Jimmy. Don't at me, at your mama. Sorry, but everyone knows this. The people saying Bart is because we would all love to come home to a clean house, food on the table, and baby all dealt with. Now ask yourself, what else he is supposed to do but all those things while she is out working? Kristen is working and been working all these years. That's the least Bart is expected to do. Even Bart knows Kristen is a catch. If I wake up tomorrow and my husband says, babe, you don't have to work. Stay home and take care of the house kids, et cetera. Then he will be the catch. And you bet your life I would make sure when he gets wow. home, everything is taken care of. I'll even learn how to use a mower and mow that grass. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance that that uh, person's username is Kristen's burner account? No. <laughs> okay. That's not my Finsta. Okay. That's not my Finsta. How many comments were there? 254. Dang. Well, of that 254, that is infinitesimal Ooh. compared to the responses we received in the actual voting. There were thousands of votes. Glad so thousands. many people are invested in this. Wow. The percentages. Mm-hmm. The catch in the relationship received 71%. Whoa, Ooh. landslide. Yeah. The catch that was thrown back got 29%. Oh. It's a blowout. So, <laughs> Kristen, in your heart of hearts, who do you think is our catch? I, I am, I'm assuming, because obviously my face was on the Insta and I, I looked through the comments and then I stopped looking through the comments. I, I, I would assume my husband is the catch. Mo, what do you think? Um, based off of those comments and a conversation that Katie and I had on in the moment about who was the catch in your relationship. Oh, you did? You talked about <laughs> We did. And Katie had an answer. You can ask her if you want to. I'm not going to blow it up, but I am going with, I believe it's Bart. Katie, who, do you, who did you say? Yeah, Katie, who would you vote for? No, I said it was a push. No, no, you, no did you did not. not. <laughs> who did you say? I know who your she favorite is. She did say is. it was a push at first, but I got it yeah, out of her. I, who did you I, say? I, I said dad. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> right. you, you love dad more. I'll, I'll discuss it in therapy next week. That's fine. Abby, real quick. I, I, I feel like I have to go with Kristen. I feel bad at this point. Yeah, pity. I'll take a pity vote. I'm taking, I'll do the pity vote for Kristen. <laughs> I'll take a pity vote. Well, Kristen, I have no shame of the game. I will take a pity vote. That vote will get you 29.1% because Bart wow. is the wow. 71%. Okay, is the, catch. The, the people have spoken. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Very loudly. <Very>. <laughs> I'll make sure to treat my husband accordingly. I'll make sure to treat the catch accordingly. When I go home today, it's the first show. Here, Bird Show.